You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening in to this episode of Tips with T. On today, I have Mr. Allen with us. Hey, Mr. Allen, how you doing today? I am doing excellent. Like I said, I have my coffee, so all is good in the world. <laughs> well, that is good to know. So tell us more about yourself and what you do. All right. So that's, that can be a long story or a short one. Uh, what, a little bit about myself and what I do. So what I do in the world, uh, I'm a podcaster like yourself, uh, the host of Next Level University, co-host, host, co-founder. And uh, basically, what I try to do is through podcasting, speaking, coaching, and consulting, those are really the vehicles in which I help people achieve their dreams. That's kind of the 10,000-foot view. Um, my level of expertise is turning podcasts into businesses mm-hmm. or helping businesses start a podcast to feed their existing business. But I also do a lot of business consulting as well. So uh, I... I'm an engineer by trade. Uh, I did a bachelor's in electrical and computer engineering, and then I went and got my MBA. And so I'm all about people helping people. And that's what business really is. You know, business is a altruistic money machine. It's, it should be anyways. And all businesses I believe should be at the service of others, not at the expense of others. Obviously there are some businesses out there that, yeah, maybe they're good for the consumer, but not good for the employees, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're good for the consumer and the employees but not good for the environment, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm about holistic business. In other words, if it's good for the owner, good for the employees, good for the environment, good for the consumer, good for the shareholders, then it's good all around and it's fully aligned. And so I'm obsessed with business. I think of uh, the analogy of like a mechanic can take a car apart and put it back together better. I want to get to the point and I am in many ways at the point where I can pick apart a business and then rebuild it far better and far more effective. Awesome. Awesome. So I know you talk a lot about the consistency flip or the bow tie effect. So can you tell us what it is and how can it benefit us with our businesses at this time? Yeah. So the consistency flip, it's interesting. I was talking about this on a mastermind yesterday. So the consistency flip is basically if you can imagine a graph. Okay. So there's an X and Y axis. And then I want you to imagine only the upper right quadrant. Okay. Now, uh, actually, an easier way to do this might be imagine you have a piece of paper in front of you. Okay. On the bottom left of the piece of paper, there's an arrow that goes from the bottom left all the way to the upper right. Okay. On the upper left-hand part of the piece of paper, there's a different arrow that goes from the upper left to the bottom right. Okay. Now, at the beginning of any journey, the results back are far less than effort in. So there's two arrows on this piece of paper. Again, from the bottom left to the upper right, that arrow, I want you to think of as results out. The arrow from the upper left to the bottom right, I want you to think of effort in. And for any entrepreneurs out there or anyone, honestly, this goes for kind of everything, right? Even at the beginning of a podcast journey, for an example, the level of effort in required of you at the beginning is a level 10 for almost no return. 
almost no results. This is like the first time you ever play basketball, or the first time you ever podcast, or the first time you ever write a book, right? No one reads the book. You're brand new. It's, it's the beginning of any journey. It's a lot of effort in because you're new for almost no reward, mm-hmm. uh, which is the hardest part, right? Then eventually I want you to picture 10 and zero at that beginning. Okay, so the results out are zero. The effort in is 10. That's the hardest part of any journey. Then eventually it becomes nine, one, eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five, five. Five, five is the the middle of the bow tie. It's the center. That's when finally you've done it consistently enough to where the results out are actually matching your effort in. Mm -hmm. And eventually it flips. This is called the consistency flip eventually it goes the other way and you end up on the other end of the consistency flip where your effort in can be almost zero and you're still getting tons of results back mm-hmm. and you're in the finance world. So you understand the compound effect mm-hmm. of money, right? Someone who starts investing early for 20 years can stop investing 20 years in and then someone who starts will never catch them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's what the consistency flip is about. But I think we don't understand the law of compounding to the extent that we could. And so if you're an early entrepreneur or you're just trying to be financially free or you're a podcaster or whatever, at the beginning of the journey, you have to understand that everyone's starts out as a beginner. Everyone sucks at first. You're going to have to keep consistent if you actually want results. And here's the problem. Our culture has this thing called the survival bias. The people you're seeing who are already successful, they're on the other end of the consistency flip. You're not seeing you know, Eminem in the trailer park writing his first rap. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing Jeff Bezos in 1994 when he asked for $20,000 of investment from private capital and they're saying, what's the internet, right? We're only seeing Jeff Bezos with Amazon now. Right. So the people we're seeing are on the other end of, of sometimes decades of hard work and consistency. Mm-hmm. And then we, we have this construed perception of what it really takes to succeed. Um, there's a lot of different examples I could give, but like Tom Brady before Bledsoe got injured, wasn't, no one knew him, but he was still super consistent and, and disciplined. That was just the opportunity for him to shine. And so I think that's the most important piece I can give to people, which is you have to honestly do something hundreds, sometimes thousands of times before you're any good at it. And that beginning part of the journey is really, really brutal, especially if you're comparing yourself to people that are 10 years in. Right. Right. Um, so how did you use a consistency flip to boost your momentum whenever you were using it to get your, to get you where you need to be at? Um, so how do you use that to help with that? I think the most important piece is just hanging in there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the staying power that, so, uh, Kevin and I have a show called next level university. And at the very beginning we were getting four listens a day. Mm-hmm. And we're putting in massive effort. I mean, not only were we not new podcasters and anything that you're new at is really hard, but we're getting very little um, quote unquote reward, right? The reason we were doing the podcast was to help people. Yeah. And you're only helping four people a day. That can be really demoralizing when you're looking at other podcasters like Joe Rogan, who have been doing it for 17 years, who have 30 million downloads per episode. Right. right? But that, that's the thing. Joe Rogan's on the other end of the consistency flip. So to answer your original question, which is how I think the first piece is just being aware that that's how it works so that you don't get demoralized when you're early on. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to kind of remember again that the people you're seeing, right? 
we're not seeing Taylor Swift giving her first, you know, barbecue. She was in the backyard barbecue doing like songs. Mm-hmm. And there's pictures of that first concert, right? Where it's just like, we're seeing her sell out Foxborough with 60,000 people. Again, we're not seeing the beginning. So I think the first piece is just understand that you're not alone in that struggle. Uh, we, I, again, remember four listens a day. Now we're getting thousands a day. Mm-hmm. But we're five years in, four years in, and we have 500 episodes, right? So it took us 500 episodes to get right. to the point where we're actually being known. And we're actually at the center of the bow tie, I think. We're starting to get to the center of the bow tie finally. Um, how do we gain momentum? I think you just have to figure out how to stay. Um, so, for example, if you are an early entrepreneur starting a business or starting a podcast or starting you know, even a nonprofit or a charity, you have to understand that the main goal of business is staying in business. So Kevin and I had to figure out how to make money podcasting along the journey so that we could keep podcasting so that eventually we could be on the other end of the consistency flip. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of ways to magnify and amplify the power of the consistency flip and really to accelerate it. It doesn't have to take you four years like it took us to get over 300,000 listens, right? It, you can accelerate it. As a matter of fact, I just created a, a PDF not long ago. It's, it's a 13-point podcast assessment where it's basically like check your podcast's vital signs. Is your podcast growing exponentially or dying? Mm-hmm. And it basically ha- is this 13-point wheel where listens is in, is in the center. And it's basically a 13-point assessment where it gets you to realize, okay, The number one is consistent quality content. So to answer your original question, and for those of you who aren't a podcaster, it goes that way for everything. I don't care what business you're in. There are certain leverage points that matter a lot. And so fitness is another great example of this. It's like, I remember early in my fitness journey, I was a really, really tall, lanky kid who always wanted to build more muscle and have a strong physique, but didn't know how to do it. So I went off on this journey of like trying everything, right? I tried all the protein powders and all the creatines and all the L-glutamine and vitamins and supplements and all this stuff. And then here I am, you know, seven years into my fitness journey, six years into my fitness journey. And I can come back and say, honestly, sleep, hydration, Mm -hmm. nutrition, training, and mobility. All that other stuff is nonsense. It really isn't a big, it doesn't make a big difference. So to answer your original question, how you, how do you keep momentum, but then gain momentum you got to focus on the fundamentals, but you also have to realize that at the beginning of a journey, you don't even know what the fundamentals are. I would say if you really want to accelerate it, you got to get around someone who sits in the spot you want to sit. Mm-hmm. So we have a coach and mentor, his name is David Meltzer, and he is a far more successful business person and podcaster than we are. And so we ask him, you know, we, we don't want to reinvent the wheel. We want to do our own unique flavor, of course. We're not going to copy. But there are certain fundamentals that he's taught us that we're able to now magnify our, our impact and profitability and accelerate our consistency flip much faster than he did. Awesome. Awesome. So um, what helped you to stay consistent with everything? I mean, because, you know, consistency is key. Um, so what encouraged you to stay consistent on your journey, not to give up, especially with the podcasting part? Cause you know, me being a podcaster, those numbers, yeah, sometimes could get very discouraging. So what, what, um, helped you to stay consistent to be able to reach that four years and to get those numbers that you, that you, that you got now? Perfect question. So 
I think the first thing you have to realize, and again, there's, there's tactics and then there's deeper understanding. I don't, I don't know if you can tell, I tend to go to the deeper understanding because I think tactics are kind of like, if you don't understand why you're implementing a tactic, you won't implement it. So I think the first thing to stay consistent is you have to realize that you cannot do anything remarkable without consistency. Like, okay. Um, what's a good example of this? Let's say you and I want to climb Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you've been training to climb Mount Everest, you and I genuinely, people say, Oh, well, you can't do that. Okay. We can't climb Mount Everest and survive right now. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. If you and I tried tomorrow, we would die. <laughs> right? Why? Because we haven't been training or learning how to climb Mount Everest. So when people hear, oh, you can't climb Mount Everest, they don't hear, no, you can in the long run, mm-hmm. but you can't right now. So I think the first thing, if you and I decide, well, let's train for the next 10 years and let's get the best Everest climbers and let's learn how to do it, you and I can climb Mount Everest in mm-hmm. 10 years successfully and survive. But right now, we actually can't. And so I think people get tripped up. And so to answer the consistency piece, you kind of have to realize that you cannot do anything great like climb Mount Everest without consistency. Mm-hmm. That's the first piece. Mm-hmm. If you can't be consistent, you can't do anything well. Mm-hmm. There's no one, no professional athlete, no great singer, no great author, no, no one in the world ever in the history of the world did anything great without consistency. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. I can't think of a single example. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it just appears to be overnight success because that's when we suddenly know of the person. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, one of the things I like to do and I think is valuable is, is I, I just name some names. Okay. Serena Williams, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Warren Buffett, Michael Phelps, and Meryl Streep. Do you recognize all five of those names that I just mentioned? Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them, we know their name. They don't know our name. All right. Why? Because they did one thing unbelievably well. Mm-hmm. And they stayed consistent for years and decades. I can go through each one. Serena Williams, you can name it. What is it? Tennis. Tennis. She did tennis consistently for a, more than a decade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oprah Winfrey, you can name it. What did she do? Well, Oprah Winfrey, I know she did. She did like a lot of stuff. She was doing acting. She did her, you know, her own um, talk show. Now she's doing, um, you know, her own like different series that she got playing on her own network she has. So she has been doing a lot of stuff. But I think that one major thing that I think stood out for her to me was her talk show. Right. So that's the one thing she was always consistent on Mm -hmm. is media and interviewing people. Mm-hmm. If you look at her whole career, she was so consistent on that. So what is it like thousands of Oprah shows? And she yeah. never, missed, I think she went 30 years without missing a week or something like that. I, I saw her live at UMass Lowell. And I remember her saying something insane like that. Like I did, I think it was either, it was either 10, 20 or 30 years. Don't quote me. And she said, I never missed a single time. And I remember sitting there like, that's why you're Oprah. <laughs> like right. That's why right and then she right. donated two million dollars on the spot which was so cool and so inspiring but anyway so okay you've got serena williams you've got oprah and then you've got warren buffett 
what what was he consistent at? What's his thing? What was he known for? Wow. Uh, f- financial investing. Yes. Right. Then you've got Michael Phelps. That one's easy. Swimming. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, the last one was Meryl Streep. What is she known for? Meryl Streep. She was an actress. Yeah, Sorry. she's an actress, but it's like it's it's so many um movies. I was gonna try to try to think oh. movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So so she has 13 Academy Awards. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so acting, right? So again, to answer your original question, the most important part about how I stayed consistent was honestly not that I'm special. It's just me understanding the importance of it. Right. I I I think it's two things actually. Number one, I do want to have a massive impact in this world in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So I think having aiming that high is the first step. You have to aim very high. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you won't have the necessity to be consistent. Right. Um, and the second piece is just understanding that you cannot do anything great like Meryl Streep, Oprah, Warren Buffett, like all those people, unless you're consistent. Right. right? We know Eminem's name because he's a rapper. You know what I mean? He stayed consistent rapping his entire life. Every, song, every single person who's made a massive impact, they did one thing, honestly, with absolute excellence, and they always did it. You know, John Maxwell wrote 100 books. That's why we know his name, right? So it's just, it's just that's the most important thing to answer your question is, prior to this conversation, did you understand that I actually, and did you admit to yourself, like, if I can't be consistent, I actually can't do anything with greatness. I can't right. do anything well. Right. Uh, I think that's the most important piece is aiming high, wanting to do great things in the world, and then understanding that without consistency, there's no way to do that. And then, and the last thing I'll say here is if you and I are going to do a marathon in three months, mm-hmm. okay, and we told all our friends and family, and we said it live here on the podcast. All of a sudden, us making sure we run tomorrow becomes a million times more important because you don't want to get embarrassed at the marathon, and neither do I, with our friends and family there showing up for us, and we, don't, we can't run it. Why? Because we skipped today's workout. Mm-hmm. So you have to put yourself you, – it's almost like you have to plant your flag and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And, and I know that's scary for people because a lot of people talk about pivoting and changing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to really understand what do I want to do with my life and what do I want to do with excellence and then just stay as consistent as humanly possible. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alan, for coming on the show today and tell, teaching us about the consistency flip. So tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you if you're offering any services anything of that nature. And I'm going to share the social media handles for you. Jay, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate you. And if you ever need any help with anything, please let me know. Uh, anyone who does want to reach out between Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, I'm responsive. My assistant and I were responsive to everybody. Uh, but if you really do want to get to know me better, the podcast, the best way, Next Level University, uh, it's kind of like a play on words, Next Level You. It's about becoming the best version of yourself with your health, your wealth, and your love. And then if you go to nextleveluniverse.com, again, right now you have my Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook uh, URL up. So thank you. And honestly, just reach out. If you, if you don't want to get better, I am not honestly going to be the person for you. 
But if you do want to get better and be world-class in your specific genius zone, I believe you came here for a reason. I believe there's something that you can do in the world far better than I can, far better than Tay can. We all have, we all come into this world naked, scared, and ignorant, but we all have a gift. We all have multiple gifts. I think we can spend our life trying to dabble in all this different stuff, or we can spend our life finding our thing, you know, using that thing to serve the world. And I feel like that's where fulfillment is going to be becoming. So I want to help you amplify your greatness in the world and, and please reach out on any of those. And then again, nextleveluniverse.com, not university universe, nextleveluniverse.com. Awesome. So you guys make sure y'all check him out. Get these helpful tips. Check out his podcast. If you guys want to get in contact with me, you can do so. Um, call me 910-317-0396. You can shoot me an email at contact at njfinancial.biz. You can schedule a consultation with me on my website, www.mjfinancial.biz. And you can find this episode on Anchor, you guys. And you can also find this playback for this video on the YouTube channel for MJ Financial Management. So thank you again, Mr. Allen, for being on the show. Um, I highly appreciate you. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I do agree that what we talked about today was just unbelievably valuable. It was short, but it was it, that those concepts will change your life. They will. And all right, you guys, we will see you on the next episode of Tips with T. Talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.